0: All right, so uh, uh, good evening everyone. Uh, firstly, I would like to thank all the participants for taking the time out from their busy schedule and joining in today. So thank you so much. I know it's a holiday, so Eid Mubarak to all of you. Uh, so it's a very special day for all of us as well because I am joined by Mr. Shankar Sharma and Devina Mehra. Uh, I think Shankar Ji and Devina Ji, I can't that your joining, in our uh, show. Mein uh, ask the expert show, this uh, is a gracious presence. So, uh, I've been following Shankarji for over 20 years and, uh, and Devina, both of, uh, both of you. And I would say that uh, this is the best occasion of my life that I got an opportunity to interact with both of you together. So, firstly, thank you so much for accepting our request.
1: Great. Thank you. We are really honored and privileged to be here with you Vikas.
0: Thank you for having us Vikas. Thank you. Thank you. Fun yeah. So uh, firstly, you know, before we come to the topic, uh, uh, Shankarji, uh, you know, uh, and I don't have to introduce uh, both of you, uh, but there are few people who may be listening to you, maybe when we are putting up this video on uh, YouTube. So for their uh, understanding, let me have the privilege of introducing both of you quickly. So Shankaji did his MBA from uh, Asian Institute of Management, uh, Manila. This was I think 1986 to 1988. And then yeah. he joined Citibank and he quit Citibank in 1990 and started this company called First Global. And I think 1999 was the first time when uh, you know you got a, a membership in, in... I mean, 1999 was the first time that you started setting up your international presence. And 2000 yes. was the time you got a prestigious membership from London Stock Exchange and then you know you yeah. went on and started getting a couple of other memberships like NSDA, US investing, etc. And yes. then after 2002 was the time when First Global started building up presence all around the world and started uh, recognizing many large uh, organizations their they are so called unicorns today and those were the days when they were startups <laughs> and started uh, covering them and, and started uh, sharing their your views about them. And this is how First Global got the global recognition and, you know, it was the first company from India which went global and started, you know, uh, creating buzz around and made India proud, I would say, uh, in terms of the the research capabilities. Uh, As far as Devina is concerned, last time I had an opportunity to interact with her at Ask the Expert show. That was one of the best show. I think we had more than 650 attendees attended the show and all of them sort of appreciated the kind of insights given by Devina last time. Uh, so uh, this time we look forward for the same thing. Uh, I don't have to really introduce too much about her, but both Shankar and Devina they are always ahead of the curve in terms of anticipating and predicting markets. For example, Shankar uh, could manage to uh, you know predict the crash of 2000 before he participated in 1998 and 99. Uh, you know uh, uh, tech market uh, bull run. Then 2002 to 2007 bull run was. Well predicted by the group as a house and I remember 2007, December and or January was the time they both started cautioning the Indian investors and started alarming them that the situation it can go worse from here onwards and 2008 uh, crash was well expected by both of them. Uh, uh, you know, uh, one thing is, this is my observation is, uh, you know, Devina and Shankar, both of you have been uh, very, very vocal about your observations, you're always ahead of the curve in terms of understanding where the trends are going in uh, as far as the the LAL street is concerned or as far as the global markets are concerned and you are uh, even if your your views are contrarian, you are very vocal about it. I mean, you really don't give damn and don't get influenced by anything except for the data points. Uh, So, uh, you know, Shankarji, I'll come to you first, let me, uh, uh, before I come to understand more about how did you manage to develop this sort of skill set. The first thing that, you know, i got a lot of feedback from a lot of investors and all of them are curious to know your background because I think you come from very humble background and uh, you know, come from very small city. So now that you have, I have both of you together, I take the privilege of understanding a little bit about your personal life. Uh, so first question is, if you could just take us through your, your journey from your student life to how did you enter into this industry?
1: Right. So, yeah, both both Devina and I are from very small towns. I mean, I'm from a far smaller town. Devina is at least from a state capital. Uh, But uh, I come from a mining town called Dhanbad, which is about four hours from uh, Calcutta. But that's not Dhan. dhan. So, you know, right from childhood, you were exposed to a lot of wealth. And I remember the statistic used to hear is that the largest number of ambassador cars in the whole of Eastern region after Calcutta was in Kanbad. So it was a very wealthy city because of coal, you know, some of it was legitimate wealth, largely it was illegitimate wealth, but it was, it was wealth. And I grew up with a lot of money around me, not that I was very wealthy, that or my parents were wealthy, but so a orientation towards money was there. We were schooled very well by American missionaries, with great, great schooling, probably the best school in India. And then after that, one. I think my father died. So I was looking for ways to become rich very quickly because my, my earning years were, you know, at least 8-9 years away and I was just 17 or something. And I said, yeah, 8, 8, 8, I have to start making some money now, you know. So while studying, you know, how do you do that? So then we had a tenant in our house, Sidhiki Sahib. So to he told me, son, you dollars and put money into this IPO. public, They called Asian hotels. Uh, jo, jo Delhi mein high hai. So, I studied the prospectus abridged version, so I studied it, I studied it and said, this is Ring Road, a lot of shopping malls are coming, development is coming or some nonsense analysis which is, I mean, frankly, I mean, in hindsight, it was, I was, you know, just doing ABCD of analysis, I had no idea what I was doing, but it was a broad macro thing that Delhi is developing and tourism will grow, this type of story, so today we story, sunte, by the way. <laughs> तो usi story pe humne ja 10 share mil form allotment kolkata aake humne fill kiya aur 150 rupees and suddenly 10 15000 rupaye ban gaya profit mein so it, that was a big uh, awakening for me that uh, i never contemplated it as a career it was more like side but after doing my mba and I was and I had joined HCL in the middle. I was very clear, IT did not interest me. मुझे IT It didn't get me excited. But in MBA when finance was really, it was my calling, let's say. Uh, and after that, it, you know, I joined City. I was very clear, I City joined कर Bank था Would you say I was clear. On the day I joined, I was clear. I wanted to quit in two-three years. I छोड़ भी दिया 2 years. And after that, I was lucky that at the right time in Indian market, when the growth start in 1990, se, I at least saw here India will market in And if I get in now, at least I am getting in on the ground floor. And if that ground floor is nikla to we will go and And fortunately, then Harshad Mehta boom happened. So we were right in the middle. I was, I think, 26, 27 at that time. It was a great time. I can tell you this much. It was, it was a fun time. You know, we had a party, we had an absolute party. We had no idea what Harshad was doing, but we were enjoying whatever he was doing. So, I to that's a good thing. And then it's been a you know, it, it's been a very rewarding journey, and, uh, and as Devina also likes to keep saying, that it is a great way to uh, live your life, meaning the knowledge and the perspective are the real wealth we get out of this profession. Jata hai koi baat hai. but the real learning that goes out into you uh, you know across industries not to make money that is a byproduct so that's been basically my journey uh, you know and now uh you know, Bombay is my home. My current home is Bombay. And uh you know that's that's really what I you know what we call home.
0: Sure. So I'll come to Devina. So Devina uh, we were discussing about first Global's capability, research capability, and uh, you know, I also mentioned that you are always ahead of the curve in terms of understanding where you know what is the global trend and what would be the domestic trend so would you be able to throw some more lights how how do you manage to do so because i remember even during 9 2020 uh, you were the only pms company which took more than 50% of cash uh, i categorically remember that so so what how do you manage to do so devina
2: Uh, Okay, so because the real thing as Shankar mentioned, you know, we are an organization that is built on learning and intellectual capital. We've never taken outside capital. So, that that's been a process that through the 90s, for example, we learned all about Indian businesses as I was telling someone that I remember once in the 1990s my flight got delayed and I was struck stuck at Calcutta airport and I was sharing a table you know they were serving dinner on the ground and I was sharing a table with someone I said you know what do you do and he said I'm I trade in steel so I'm like for me it was like 40 minutes let me grill this guy and find out all about all the steel trade work. so that's Uh, mental makeup is and which is which was also the motivation for going global at the end of the 90s that now you've understood India how long are you going to keep you know trying to go deeper into Infosys and Bajaj or to HDFC bank all of which you know well so that was another journey and which was actually a much more complex journey to understand global companies so we did that and we also tried to which is what I drill in my entire team that Think from first principles, you know, everything go deep. If you are using a formula, know how to derive that formula. If you are using an index, go deep into it, see how that index is constructed. If it's a survey-based index, what are the questions in the survey? And once you start to do that, you know, everything becomes clear, which is how what, what we found that as soon as we started covering global companies, we could come up with insights which no one was coming up with. And you are right, the. Other thing is that when you are confident of your analysis, uh, you are willing to put your opinion out there in the world. You don't need to filter it. You don't need to sit in the consensus. Of course, when you talk of the COVID crisis of last year, that I mean, that did not require a great deal of drilling down or anything like that. It was, in a sense, uh, much more obvious than a lot of things that we have done in the past because... By that time, it was clear that it was a serious problem. Already, not across the world, but in pockets. Like, I remember first Japanese schools shut down, then Italy shut down, the schools shut down, and you started getting these pictures of all the tourist attractions in Italy. Absolutely empty, no tourists, nobody there. And of course, you know, through last year, we've become used to it. But at that time, it was a shock. And I I remember I had tweeted saying that, but this has never happened, not during the wars, not ever. So we are in unprecedented territory. We only didn't know how much that would be. So it was clear it was going to be a serious problem, which is why you know either we took in our global and in India portfolios, we either took insurance or we moved out of equities into other asset classes. So that 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 was uh, in a sense a easier call than many I- other.
1: I will add to that because you see what happens is आप yes, that you contrarian. Many people contrarian, but I am saying that we are not contrarian. Others are contrarian. They are We are in 1999-2000 you would have seen the market. What kind of madness was going on? Ki no one would website. create और उसके वैल्यूएशन Nasdaq पे और जापान में टोक्यो में और पता नहीं कहां-कहां बिलियंस कहां, हो जाते थे हमने ये क्या बकवास है यार मतलब देखो प्ले एवरीथिंग बट डोंट बिलीव एनीथिंग दैट इज आवर फिलॉसफी हमने खेला हमने अपसाइड भी देखा बहुत अच्छा पैसा बनाया उसमें लेकिन आई रिमेंबर 8 चलते Everything is a conservative no, no, no. So it is sometimes things become very obvious. But people, the problem because is investors or their fund managers they think only one mode. Her mode attacking he You have to play defensive shots also in markets to survive. That is the key. We like to play offensive. We have made money. This year we are up 40%. But at the same time, we play defensively when the when the market becomes tricky. That is the key. A key style. We b- no game. Chalta investing ka. Aap analyze karo. Apne game ko adjust karo. So that's the way we do. You have it.
0: to be defensive at times when you play the game because you okay. have to be on the crease, which is more important. Exactly, Pavilion match. Challenge But Shankarji, there are some myths or perception around the markets. And why am I asking you this particular question? Is you've been running your global pms for little over 6 years now and you know delivered more than 17 18% CAGR uh, returns in dollar term which is uh, you know pretty remarkable job done i would say but uh, you know there is this perception or myth uh, amongst investor community the us niche down, to india jaega, us down, to india but you and devina and i am happy to hear this answer from any one of you when you handle the global pms what correlation do you see emerging and what uh, diversion you see uh, which takes place, which helps you to take the
1: decision? That's a very good question. In fact, Devina's presentation is all about that. So, I don't want to preempt it. But the fact is, and this data proves that there is not like a uniform bear market or a bull market. In every bull market or bear market, there are enough number of stocks and countries and sectors, whether in India or globally, which are doing the exact opposite. And the trick in investing lies in getting into those and getting out of the problematic areas. So, asani ki US ghatega to India nahi ghatega, but US may be subchidah nahi India may be subchidah nahi There will be, I mean, I'll give you an example of two days back. Nasdaq fell 2%. Right? Abhi din pehle ki baat hai. Correct? It was a brutal day for markets globally. On that day itself, in the Nasdaq itself, there were at least 20 stocks that we know we own. They were up between 2 and 5%. Now the point is market must be uniform things. the market, there are some games play. हो Not games in a negative sense, but inter, there are a lot of movements. The whole way we do it is we look for uncorrelated or less correlated areas of the market. Jisse ki kya hota hai ki agar aapko investing karna ap jaake sif NASDAQ leloge, wo koi investing nahi hua. Wo to gamble ho gaya. Because NASDAQ ke wo stock ghateenge, aap baramad ho jayoge. Log hote bhi rhte hain time to time. Okay? That is not investing. Aap NASDAQ bhi lo. At the same time, you will find enough stocks outside of NASDAQ to make money. You have we have stocks in China. I'll give you an example. Which are making yeah, but the liquor companies which let dare my name a challenge percent person also more than tech stocks. So dunya bohat buddy have a machine to opportunities, machine on a chay opportunities could Nikale. So there is nothing called a bull market or bear market. But I don't want to preempt Devina's presentation because her presentation is only on this.
0: Yeah, so we'll come to the presentation into two or three minutes, I have a couple of more questions if you allow me. So Shankarji, uh, uh, this is not a blame or something, but if you allow me and give me the privilege of asking a few more questions, whenever we talk about Shankar Sharma, and I remember I heard you for the first time when Udiyan Mukherjee was taking your interview. I think this was 2002 if I'm not wrong. Uh, right. And uh, uh, and that was the first time when I started following you and you, know, you talked about data a lot and you mentioned a couple of things. Uh, you know, when you talk about Shankar, there are some perception that, you know, is going to be a, a bear market a, a sort of thought process that Shankar follows. So, जी. if you could uh, throw some more lights on, uh, you, you're very vocal about certain things. So, what makes you to do so?
1: Yeah, so, first thing I always say that we are neither bears nor bulls. We are hares. Hair ka that hota a horse. And the horse is animal in the jungle. It can run faster, it can break faster, it can turn faster and it has full 360 degree view, vision. That is the way we like to do investing. So, where we have to bull market, we are going to go with bull market. we turn to go with a break, we have to and with a U-turn, we have to go with a So, like for example, three days, I mean, last week itself, steel was full bull bala, everything was Our data, our analyst told us that US will strengthen the US dollar to kill the commodity boom so that inflation doesn't happen and if that happens, all commodity stocks will fall. Last week we exited, That is it. So the point is not bull or bear, point is to be a hair. So I have called every single major bear market and we as a firm have in the last 20 years. How many years Three. last year, March 2020. We have 17 साल long 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 in long 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 अगर आप long long fall, long 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 30 के फॉल में long 10, minus long 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 106 so, if I have मैंने a bear market clear and I have sidestepped it, I have saved 30%, which means two year minimum returns I have saved. But bear and bull is a good thing. Hair and fat are a good thing. If I have bear market, I market, but I have in my view, I have done my job. Yes. And that is the way I look at investing. Investing is not that bull market, man, sir. Gadagora, sir, कोई कमा लेता है. The real test is that bear market. पकड़ के आप निकल गए कि नहीं निकल गए टाइमली. Crux हो है, sir. It is like cricket, में sir, flag pitch पे sir triple century बनाता है. पिछला थोड़ा सा गड़बड़ होता है तो फिर उस पर जिसने century बनाया, he is the real player. Sure. Uh,
0: now coming to Devina, so Devina, you as a chief investment officer of the organisation, you follow the fundamental approach of. You know, having a human intervention and understanding the businesses with your own wisdom, but when you talk about quant, you know quantitative investing and then operate, you know the both is emerging uh, at uh, first global. So can you throw some more lights on that as well?
2: Okay, so what we use is what you know we of course talked at it uh, about it at length last time around was a human plus machine model. So why do we need the machine? I mean, good question. One is that earlier when we used to do research and I have done research, I was telling you the very old-fashioned way before equity research was even recognized as a profession in India back from 1993. uh, I have done it that way, gone and met companies around Hyderabad, around Delhi, around Chennai, done all of that. But what has, number one, what has changed from then? One change is that now you can no longer get additional information by meeting companies and this uh, getting additional or different information was there not just in India but all over the world and all over the world now that has been regulated away so even if you have a conference call uh, that transcript and that uh, podcast has to be out there in the public domain so now the thing is different now you have data in fact you have a surfeit of data now how do you handle that data and that's where the machine comes in so machine does a few things. I mean, some are obvious, obviously, that you can look at a very vast number of securities. Like globally, we look at 20, 25,000 securities. You know, right now, it would be about 22,000. So that, can, that is not humanly possible. You look at every nuanced ratio for those companies and stocks, which again is not possible humanly. But even more than that, what the machine does it does is it makes it consistent. Agar Abkeazs Hajar analyst, hands of purchase purchase companies, dekh rahe hai, that you know that the thousand analysts will have different ways of looking at things. The machine is consistent, even more important, the machine is bias-free. Aap, if you look at uh, you know there are whole books written on human biases, and no matter how careful you are, you cannot eliminate biases from your mind. The other thing is the more data the machine gets, it learns more. It even learns from its mistakes. All of which is very difficult for a human being. But a human being is required because what is going into the machine? You cannot just put three techies into a room and say, come up with a model. They will come up with a model. But will that model work? Here you have that decades of human expertise, which is what you are coding into the machine, A, and B, there will be things where after a machine has done its analysis, at times a human intervention is required just as it happened with the COVID uh, thing or it might be a US-China war or there might be a border tension, some trade war or there might be a you know border tension somewhere. So those kind of things is where you will require some human intervention. So, what we find is the best combination is a human plus machine combination, which is not just in investing. I mean, interestingly, let me tell you this, that uh, in chess, there was this, this famous deep blue computer, which uh, won against the world champion Gary Kasparov at, at that time. A few years after that, they picked uh, that same computer against human plus machine combos, which was what? which was, you know, reasonably skilled chess players with a simple laptop. And that combination of that skilled player with a laptop could beat machine alone. So the human plus machine model provided it's a skilled human. I mean, let me underline that again. Is better than either human or machine. And now with all the data that you need to analyze, if you... Still remain stuck in the 1990s way of doing research. You are going to be left behind, and your investors are going to be left behind. I mean, that's the truth of it. Understood.
0: So, last question from my end, and then we'll run the presentation. Uh, Divina, that you know? So, I heard a couple of uh, large, successful investors when they come and meet the promoters, they are able to visualize. So I am talking about the uh, human touch. Uh, for example, Bhai, when he met uh, Anilji for the first time, uh, he saw that he is very passionate and going to bring something different out of the box. Or you know, maybe uh, 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 there are many examples like that. And there are some checks required. Like for example, you meeting and talking to vendors of the company say, I, I remember I I traveled with one of the fund managers and went to Aishan Motors. Uh, you know uh, showroom as, as to check that what is the waiting period of the motorcycle and those were you know waiting used to be six months or so. So uh, what about that in current scenario? Do you think that that is equally important, or you think that gone are those days that you require those days around?
2: You? Yeah, I mean you you brought back a lot of nostalgia. We've done a whole lot of these kind of things, uh, but. Uh, and now you realize, you know, almost everything, which is what I tell my analysts also, that every story that you tell about the company ultimately gets captured in the numbers. That if you say that, let's say this company has a great brand, so where does it show up in the financials? Is it in the market share? Do they get higher margins? Are they able to uh, get better terms from the distributors and retailers? So it, does it show up in the receivable? Because ultimately, all of it shows up somewhere. And this whole vision thing, uh, you know, you remember the successes that where that your call on a vision was correct. But there might have been equally a whole lot of other companies where you might have thought the the management had great vision and they did not deliver. So this is all very iffy. And it ultimately then becomes more luck than skill. So, I mean, we have had our so that yeah,
1: no ahead. i'll add to that
2: yeah so so that is really the thing that what are you really looking for and how are you going about it and the most interesting thing in this whole machine artificial intelligence journey for us has been that a lot of things which you earlier thought could only be done by a human being You know, like, for example, manipulation, that is something we think that only as a human being can you find out whether there's manipulation in accounts. And in the past, we have found out not just for Indian companies, but even like the two big scandals in the US of Enron and WorldCom. And we had written prior to the scandals that, you know, where things were wrong in the financials. But at that time, I thought this could be captured only by a human being. But now we find that the machine actually can look at a whole Uh, set of factors and come up and and red flag manipulation right from you know what uh, fees they are paying to auditors and uh, what depreciation policies they are using how often these depreciation policies are changing what is the mismatch between cash flows and profits so every single manipulation in accounts in every major markets has been red flagged by our system so that gives us a lot of comfort that you know a lot of what we thought could only be touchy feely is actually ultimately still there in the data no, let so, me sir, let me
1: let me give a more direct yeah. uh, answer to your
0: question
1: What yes, sir you dealer the yes. ja dealer? waiting list waiting list aap, you, you get to know the demand is. in short forget this animal meeting, meeting with you, sir That's no that has no uh, evidentiary value for a research analyst, okay? Because every Indian promoter is very good in presentation. That much I can tell you. The best in the world. Unki yeah. kahaniyon par agar to matlab aap to pagal ho jaoge sir. to bolta hu ye log movie actor hai ye thode promoter hai koi. Amitabh Bachan ke So the point is this. sare promoter ki lagti hai. sabhi lagte, yaar. Kya, kya product banayega? Kya bechega? The point is that you do not need to be ahead in this game to that extent to make money. This is If the stock had doubled based on good numbers, you are better off at that point buying it rather than being the first guy into that stock. Because there are the also 50-50, stocks also 50 100-100 stocks. So our have to get to the dealer, you have to slightly ahead of market information, you have to take it, but number, ultimately, you have to get the, then, the number of sare bike sales. One month later, that number you with proper data, market share, sari That is data. Now, stock. That's it. Understood.
0: So now I would request Devina to run the presentation. Uh, Maybe we have another 10 to 15 minutes and then we have many questions uh, coming from investors. So it's a a small announcement for uh, all the participants. So if you have any questions, please feel free to write in Q&A box, not in the chat box, but in Q&A box. Once the presentation is over, uh, we'll start uh, raising those questions. Thank you.
2: So Thanks Vikas, about 20 minutes, not 10 minutes, (laughs) this will take. Achin, can you start the screen sharing?
0: Please take your time.
2: Yeah. So this was the topic for today. And I thought this was a really interesting topic, which is really to say that is there a way, a system, which can create a permanent bull market for your portfolio? Because that's what all of us want, that our portfolio uh, remains in the black and growing no matter what happens. And the first thing which you have to remember to do this is: you know, many times I get this question that India is a great place, it's a growing economy, the future belongs to India. Why should I go out of India? And this is just a small statistic that even without looking at other asset classes and equity alone, India has roughly about and a half percent of global equity market capitalization so why should you confine yourself to only that and the other data you know all of us our attention remains at either india or us but the world is much larger if you look at the best performing markets in 2020 yes nasdaq did extremely well uh 40 plus but vietnam was up 80 percent plus South Korea tech index did far better than NASDAQ. Denmark did very well, which nobody would ever look at. India was 21st in terms of global market performance in 2020. In 2019, it was a completely different set of uh, countries that did well. Greece, Russia, Italy, Brazil, and then Russia and Brazil, in fact, did very badly in the first half of 2020. India was still at the same place, more or less, number 24. So what is the takeaway from this? The takeaway is that the market leadership changes from year to year. The same markets and assets don't do well in every period or every year or even every half year. And if you remain in India alone, between the market and the currency, the 10-year returns in US dollar terms are, are CAGR of just about 3.5%. And that too is after this, uh, rally for the last few quarters that one saw, prior to that, just about a year and a half ago, uh, this 10-year return was just uh, not even 1%. It was. And even in rupee terms, if you look at 2019, go back 10 years, uh, the mutual equity mutual funds would not have even beaten the FD returns. So what is, again, the lesson out of this, that uh, what we call scar, that single country, single currency, single asset risk can scar you forever. There is also another related thing. We were talking of equities. But if you look at all asset classes in India, the range of instruments, securities, etc., that you can deal with is very limited. If you talk of metals, more or less, Beyond gold, it's very difficult to do anything. Like, let's say you want to take a bet on electric vehicle batteries; those those metals you cannot trade directly. Even basic commodities like silver, oil, etc., you cannot invest in easily. So it's it's, a, it's and derivative market is still limited to a few instruments if you compare to the depth of the global markets. The range of instruments itself is limited. So let us say we decide that we want to go global. Now the question is how to go global? What is the best way to go global? And uh, the way for most of us the thinking process happens is that we look at India, we say, okay, we want to go global. So let us buy a NASDAQ ETF or something or buy a US ETF of some kind or we buy you know, the FANG stocks and Tesla and a few other names that we have heard of. That is a recipe for disaster because a single other country only takes you slightly beyond scars in in that you are not in single country, you are in two countries, which is still very, very limiting. So... Truly global investing means investing across asset classes, across geographies. And why is that important? You know, then once you see some of the subsequent slides, you would realize why that is important. And, uh, you know, as an investment professional, one of the questions one hears very often is what do you think of the market? And one is always tempted to answer which market are you talking about? Because that's like saying that is a giant wheel going up or going down? Whether uh, the giant wheel is going up or uh, go back to the previous slide. So it depends on which passenger cab you are in. Because if you look at all asset classes being and geographies being one a passenger cab each, at any time, some of it is going down and some others are going up. And through smart global investing, you can participate in the global in the bull market wherever it is happening. Because there is no uh, nothing called a bear market or bull market. That's what Shankar was mentioning. Because depending on where you are, you can go to the next slide. The simultaneous bull and bear markets in the world, they always coexist. And let me, you know, walk you a bit through history to how those happen. Uh, so if you go back to the late 90s to the Asian crisis, you know, the younger people might have only read about it in the financial textbooks. Uh, there was a year when the Asian tigers fell uh, between 50 to 90 percent in dollar terms. And remember, these were not just any companies. Prior to this, through the 90s, they were considered the fastest growing, the best economies in the world. India wanted to be an Asian tiger. And suddenly there was this disaster because people had not paid attention to a lot of macro numbers. And just as an aside, this was really also the trigger for us going, going global, because it showed us that even in a so-called good economy, uh, everything going great, if you were exposed only to a single country, what risks you were running. So for us, this was the scar moment when we decided that we should not put all our eggs in a single country basket. But the interesting thing, the point I'm making here is that while these markets were going down 50 to 90%, what was happening in the rest of the world? In that same year, Europe was up 25%. U.S. Treasuries were up over 20%. So this was not a uniform bear market. There were places where you could not just hide but actually make a lot of money. Then, you know, the 2000 tech crash, I suppose most people remember better. And we all know what happened to the Nasdaq, what happened to US equities. In fact, Nasdaq, I mean, just to refresh everyone's memory, did not reach its high for another 15 years till 2015. And, of course, US equities overall also halved the treasury. But while this was happening, the oil, gold, treasuries all had good returns. So, if you look at again, you know, just everyone thinks that you can't go wrong buying the NASDAQ because this is an example of, you know, I mentioned biases. So, one of the biases is recency bias. That's as human beings, we tend to extrapolate what has happened in the recent past and think that, quote unquote, this has always happened. But there was a period when Actually, the U.S. did very poorly. So if they were, if you look at 2003 to 2007, emerging market index, the entire index was up three and a half times. Brazil was up 10 times. India was up six times. Even as U.S., even from that post crash low levels in those years went up only 61% and did not take out, take out its high. So emerging markets did well, oil, gold, commodities did well, even as U.S. equity didn't do well. So there are reasonably long periods in history when U.S. doesn't do well, which we all seem to forget. If we look at from this period onwards till about 2020, the emerging markets were in a bear market, whereas U.S. was in a bull market. Overall, equities were doing well, commodities did not take out their prices of 10-15 years ago, till recently for several commodities. US dollar was strengthening. Then from this trend shifted, which is when we had also revamped our portfolios away from the big tech stocks into commodities which Shankar mentioned in oil and then steel. REITs provided good opportunities again off late some of those patterns are changing, and we are again you know rebalancing our portfolio which also shankar mentioned and some of the trades again are going back towards the work from home and also you know the some of that commodity move is over so a tactical an intelligent global portfolio means you have to dynamically change your positions and dynamically and tactically change your position. It's happened a little more often in the last year and a half. But over reasonable periods, this always has to be done. The other thing which we believe in is portfolio insurance. That in times of uncertainty, we are on the side of caution. So we would rather give up a little bit of the gains compared to a risk of a big drawdown. So that is always our philosophy, that risk management first. And we believe in a large number of uncorrelated bets rather than very concentrated bets, whether it is India or our global portfolios, that again remains a cornerstone. If you look at our current allocation, we are about 72% equities, I mean, this is as of June end, then it shifted a bit. We've cut commodities and reads a bit. But this was the allocation as of June end. And within equities also, we are fairly well diversified. So not just the US, but also uh, Asia, uh, Canada, Europe, fairly well diversified. And yet, if you look at, you know, just to give you an example of what we mean by dynamic allocation, this is what we, where we were at at the COVID crisis time last year, which is February end, where equities were down to, down to a small sliver of four percent. And in 2020, we delivered 36 percent in our global product, but more than the returns. It is the quality of the returns because as I said, it came from a very diversified basket, not because we bought a handful of stocks. So this is key that our returns come from all asset classes. That is key to the way we look at things and across geographies. So equities, bonds, REITs, precious metals, industrial metals, crypto. Also at times we've had small exposures So all of that. And the reason why we say we need a large number of uncorrelated bets is that I will not go into a lot of detail on this, but just to understand the basics, the information ratio is the value added by a manager, which is a product of the skill and the opportunity set. So if you have the skill, if the manager has the skill, then it is better to diversify it over a large number of asset classes and geographies and sectors and stocks rather than a very small number because that improves the value addition. And overall, as I said, that our concentration is on risk management, which we do by a variety of uh, methods. I'm not going into all the details just now. Uh, right from position sizing to liquidity, market cap, uh, s- stop losses, etc. And while we have human overlay on the investment side, we do not have a human overlay on the risk management side because we think it introduces only human bias. As I said, we look at 21 22,000 securities on a very wide variety of uh, factors and invest across asset classes. The next slide i'm just giving you just sort of the name of all the systems we use uh, obviously this is not the time or place to go into the details but we look at a whole lot of things right from company level very very detailed data hundreds of factors we look at how the weights of various asset classes differ from uh, one uh, the one period to the other, when something becomes very, very low weight, it might be due for a move up. We look at patterns across sectors, uh, across the globe. All of these we put together into, and, and we do all of this with a great deal of rigor. In fact, uh, recently we were making a presentation to a, uh, u.s tech entrepreneur and he was just floored he said that you know this level of detail and rigor i have not even you know rarely seen even in the us and i'm just so surprised that somebody is doing it like this here because you know otherwise it's garbage in garbage out if you do not maintain the uh, rigor and sanctity of the process so we we have a big r d team and we are constantly working on our products And these are, as I mentioned, since we are taking the onus of dynamically changing the weightages, these are really wealth products where you no longer have to decide what to do. The decisions are taken by the investment manager. And we have two global investment products, essentially with the same philosophy. So both are across geographies, across asset classes and the whole purpose is that to participate in every bull market irrespective of which asset class or country it happens in the fund is uh, the minimum investment is 100000 and we have a portfolio product uh which starts at 10000 dollars and i dare say you know this is the only product of its kind where with a very low entry you can get this kind of diversification and this kind of expertise and as i mentioned that uh You don't have to worry about, because ultimately, otherwise, if you're doing this on your own, how do you decide which geography to go in, when to lighten up on equities, when to increase tech? So that is getting done here. We also have for uh, people who want it, there are fixed income products also. Right now available for NRIs, but soon for residents also. So, this is the performance of our global products. So, it's a CAGR of 15%. As against the benchmark, CAGR of about 9% or so. For This is for the entire period from 2015 to, two th- to uh, 2021. Uh, calendar 2020, our returns were about 32%, which puts us uh, in the global league tables, in the top 9% by returns and the top 2% by risk adjusted returns, which was far better than you know, Ray Dalio and Jim Simon's funds, Bridgewater and Renaissance. These are our two India products. We have a India Super 50, which is an equity only product. Typically, we have between 40 to 60 stocks at any given point in time. In the multi-asset allocation product, besides equity, we also have um, other assets. So that's a lower risk profile. Since we started, the CAGR has been uh, from March, which is the March 1, which is uh, 2020. which is the first full month of operation this year. And uh, this is the comparative chart along with all the competition. So the green line on top, that's us. So as you can see, it's not just the, the return, point-to-point point returns, but also how the sharp, the down moves are, which which is which will be clearer with the table on the next page and
1: I'll spend Actually actually, Devina let me just interject you can see the massive gap between us and the rest that is the real thing here is just see the green line and the rest which is ASK and Motilal and IIFL and Marcellus and uh, Ambit Coffee Can Marcellus uh, Consistent Compounder all of them are that cluster you see and the green line is us and that is the extent of the difference which as Devina said in the next slide we will show you
2: so if you look at the total return, I mean that that was the CAGR number, that's 62%. So if you look at just the 15 month uh, return, that was that is about 90% for us, as against 42% for the 42 and 48% for the indices. But the interesting thing is that you know, no one is close all the other names you can read. No, Nobody is even close to that in terms of returns. But more than returns, for us, the really important part is the uh, risk part of it. So in spite of having higher returns, our just percentage volatility is the lowest. And if we divide the returns by the volatility, we are risk-adjusted return. We are at 4.6. No one is at 4. No one is even at 3. The next one is at 2.5. That is the gap. And the market is at 1.5. So, that is really what we are talking about. That for us, this is the number to watch. So, it's not just the return. Yes, we are at the very top on returns, but really also the risk adjusted returns. And especially look at the last column, which is gain to pain. What is gain to pain? Here, the numerator is the return. And the denominator is the absolute value of the negative returns in the months where the returns were negative. So if there were dips, let's say, you know, three months where returns were negative, let's say minus 5%, minus 10%, minus 3%. So the returns will be divided by 10 plus 5 plus 3 by 18. So that's how it's calculated. So if so therefore it is. Like how much pain did you have to endure in order to get the return, every unit of return? So for us, this ratio is 4.7. For the market, it is 1.6. Again, no one at 4, no one at 3, no one at even
1: 2.5. And, so, these, are, mean, and the, these are Vito, these are, these are Girik, IFN, Multicap, Marcellus, ASK, Motilal Ke Do Fund, Alchemy, Access, Alchemy. I mean, you name it, everybody is on this list. And the gap is like more than two times on the gain to pain, apart from the return itself. And even in this year, current year, yeah, GAN to June, you can see the number is 35%. And the, and the Nifty itself, which is, uh, it is down here, is uh, Nifty 517%. We are beating the market by two times. This is despite holding only 10% small caps. Because small yes. cap, the key has been really that we have had now nearly 30-40% in 40% in large cap, 40 odd percent in mid cap, and only 10 odd percent, 15 percent in small cap. Despite that, these numbers, 35% this year, calendar year to date, is what we've delivered. That's really the key point here, again, apart from what Devina mentioned on the gain to Yeah, Sorry to interrupt.
0: Yes. Uh yes, if
1: you could also explain gain to a little bit more for the benefit of our audience. I can explain. It's very simple. Malij, there is a 12-month period we are looking at. Okay. Very straightforward. It's the it's the easiest ratio to analyze to understand fund management performance. Sharp and Kalmar and uh so you know, they are complicated for people. Let me explain. Para mahine ka return, bagar kisi fund ka 20 percent. Okay. So January to December 20% fund nne kamaya. Ab us 20% wale year maan lijiye 3 months uska loss tha 3%, 4%, 3%, right so total ho gaya 10% to 20% full year returns tha giske andar me gusa hoa hai 3 ka loss joh hai 3, 4, aur 3, 10%, 20 divided by 10 20 is the total return for the period divided by the loss making periods. The total of the loss making period, which is 10%. 20 divided by 10 is 2. Gain to pain in this case will be 2. So pain tha. pain ke tha aur un, un pain percent loss kiya. Total gain percent. 20 divided by 10 is two. It's a very simple, easy ratio to understand. Please ask all your fund managers for this ratio all the time.
0: Always. So that's an interesting data points which you are furnishing on the table. Uh, this, I mean, I, I'm sure all the PMS investors are curious to know and analyze this going
2: ahead. Sir, dekhe, yes, it's important I'll... to look at. You know what you have to undergo in order to get the return.
1: See, they देखिए, 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 देखिए विकासी. Return बनने के कई तरीके right? आप एक ही stock ले but वो कोई, वो कोई investing That was a lucky bet that turned out to be right. In effect, it was a lucky gamble. And we like to call that a lucky fool. That is not investing. Investing comes when your returns are coming at the lowest possible risk. And that risk you are able to measure by the by the total of the loss-making months. That is the risk. Now, the other important thing, and this is very important because you must communicate to all your investors, apart from those on this show, is that if any fund has you ki stocks ke through tha aapke paas mein. main question is, if, if a fund's returns are coming from a handful of stocks, Right, Mandi Josne Pajas person return. They are like out of 25 stocks in the portfolio, though may he bought bana baki satra tara stock mein average or 5-10 may loss. Who fund manager nahi whoa because he just got lucky with those two or three stocks? If a fund manager is making most of gains from 10 20 percent of their holdings, it is nothing but gambling nothing but gambling please ask this question to all fund managers please give us the pie chart of your return distribution kitne stocks like return are now in our case we do this analysis constantly and on the average we have 60 percent winning uh, bets 40 percent losing losing ka no the loss. Hota hai. they will marginally underperform the market okay now that is 60 versus 10 for the most of the investors. That is the level of differential performance you get through quant investing. And another very important thing I want, I want to highlight at this point is, we also look at the data. your data publicly available. Hai, ki in a certain period, let's say one year, how many winning months did you have? Ab, at the end of a year, Kisi fund has 20, others have are the two funds equal? No. Look at it also from the point that the fund A hai, uske returns lijiye, consistently are 2-2% per month. And the fund ka that the average period in two months they made a lot of money made a lot That is again luck. So these, these factors you have to go one step beyond only looking at returns is what I am trying to underline here. So, that gives an indication that, you know, the fund manager is running the portfolio basis of probability or running high conviction ideas. So, this conviction is <laughs> very <khatrnaak laughs> <Ye> exactly. convic- <laughs> dangerous Exactly. This conviction is very dangerous I want to spend 30 seconds and explain that conviction is all up in the air. Conviction based on what? And your conviction or my conviction means nothing in the world. What matters is what turned out right. As simple as that. So many people were convinced about Hindustan Lever last year. What happened? It's the worst stock you, you, know, you could have owned or for that matter Nestle. My conviction does not pay my bills. Okay. only thing that pays bills is for investor and for fund manager is getting things right. ये, ये conviction is totally irrelevant and conviction in fact is one of the biases Devina has spoken about. When you get convinced about something, Vikas a conference a big so they had got uh, uh, you know a uh, major Wall Street firm to give them analysis of Alibaba. Unoneka, no, we are very bullish. We see 50% upside. So many of Sir Eki Saval Pucha's analysts say, Yare Echi Bada Americus, Teams of Beasts, Petun, sell Bolata. No Bolata. Up Teams of Beasts, we buy Things of Beasts, Dice of Bebita, Sawatos of Baita, Dosa Bibi ye high conviction idea ka ant because you wrong So, dangerous word is high conviction so can you think you think can... conviction
2: or storyfication because you know that is human nature sunne story and story convincing but market because market is not a human being so market doesn't care about stories but Jitni Bar up the story sabko ho, Jitni Bar Khateh, I am totally convinced about it. And then even if facts change, you do, can't change your mind. Which is why I, you know, I'll again underline what I just said. Ki it, ours is a human plus machine model on investing side, but on the risk management side, it's a human only it's a machine-only model. We don't allow humans to override because it is human nature. This stock might still perform. You know, all kinds of reasoning you will have to convince yourself while something still looks good. So yes. I am almost at the end of the presentation. Because only last slide, then we can just take this off and go no, on no. to the practice. No,
0: man,
2: yeah, please go. Yeah. So, so I think this is uh uh Achin. Just yeah, so this is the last slide. So they said that now you have the access, which which is normally not available to uh, people at anywhere close to this kind of entry level or in fact, much higher than this entry level also. Okay, Vikas, over to you now for the questions.
0: Yeah, sure. So, uh, Achin, okay. yeah. So, we'll open the forum for QA. and uh, So, there are already 23 questions which are lined up. So, I'll start uh, asking uh, one by one. Okay,
1: so the first question is for, for Shankar Ji. Please share your views on PSU stocks. So again, hmm. this भी बड़ा एक आई है और हर साल आती है. Ultimately मेरे तजुर्मे में और हमारे Raja Raja Fund में and we go back to the 90s when these companies listed, इनमें बड़ा पैसा लंबे टाइम पे तक तक नहीं बनता है. like BHEL and all that. By and large, because of the management by the government and government interference, governments meddling, and in particular, government draining money from these companies all the time you take dividend, then you and then the other thing is government expenditure is put on their balance sheet. So, if you have a program, fund budget, So, all this meddling and hanky-panky that governments do all the time, like, he told me, he's a, he's a fintech player, he said 90% of the accounts in Jandan have zero money. And he's PMO PMO's office, he's bank manager to show that they have balance. What is happening? If you have so many accounts, it has all costs. There is manpower required to open costs. The thing is free. But if you have zero, there is a So Therefore, this government meddling permanently in PSU only tells me one should avoid it. There are far easier ways to make money in the market. I can tell you. Why to take the most difficult path? There are 35-40 accounts I think
0: in India yeah okay uh second question is uh shankar you mentioned that you may deliver one hundred and eight percent return in two thousand and eight when the market fell down during the crash. so how did you manage to do so? So we were short the market
1: on our client accounts also and we had we had we had gone short i think in the month of January beginning first week itself, and market fell sixty percent and obviously in shorting you will make more than what the market returns are so that's how the the money went up by 100 100 108% something like that
0: yeah uh, question for devina what was uh, this self drive portfolio basket and is it discontinued or it's happening or how is it
2: uh, uh, so i mean as you know the pms uh, accounts can start only uh, at 50 lakhs as per the sebi rules Uh, So we had introduced something for the smaller investor. We are, I mean, right now it is discontinued, but very soon we will be bringing out a product for people with lower amounts to invest. The
1: reason reason for discontinuation was there were a lot of operational challenges. The money has been made massively. In fact, fact, fact. it has done better than our PMS also. I must tell you (laughs) this. When we look at the returns on the self-drive basket, you know, Achin, Devina and me, we always say that <laughs> <But laughs> they don't have stocks in the PAS. But we have done 120-140% from, from last year. But there were operational challenges. What happened was because every trade has to be approved by the client as per law. And sometimes there were a lot of delays because clients have not seen the email. And after that, there was a response that said, let's do it. But if the price of 20-10% has increased, So we said that we need a better mechanism to execute it, otherwise there is a lot of slippage in uh, our request and the instruction received. But now as Devina mentioned, we have revamped the whole thing through the tech piece and I think probably in a month's time we will be relaunching.
0: Okay, what is the minimum threshold for your international PMS if you have to quantify in terms of Indian rupee? So it is 7.5 lakh
1: rupees, 10,000 dollars, 1.5 lakh rupees for the global PMS. Uh, for the India PMS 50 lakhs, for the self-drive basket 10 lakhs, uh, and for the global fund 100,000 dollars, which is 75 lakhs. Yeah.
2: The self-drive basket we might bring for lower also.
1: For Indian uh, investors. For oh, the smaller In ticket India. smaller ticket products, yes. for Indian. More, more on the advisory platform, is that correct? Yeah. So that those are the things being worked out, but it will come back in a very robust, form, from a, from a technological perspective or in a very robust way.
0: Okay. Uh, so the thing is uh, uh, Shankarji, why are speci- specialty chemical companies are so richly valued despite being commodities? And uh, in, in fact, in from today's contest, if you look at how do you see things going forward? So we
1: were the first to identify this trade in the entire industry back in 2012-13 because the whole industry had been killed uh, by by China in the preceding 10 years. And around uh, 2012-2013, in fact, it started around 2008 the when the Beijing Olympics happened, when China cracked down on polluting industries and chemicals do cause pollution, let's face it so they cracked down on pollution in 2000 in the run up to 2008 uh, the, the the beijing olympics and they continued to do that for the next 3 4 years so much that a lot of capacity in china was shut down and that then led that whole business to flow to india and also raise the prices of the commodities of these of these of these chemicals and then the whole journey of this sector started and those stocks have done atoll and many other, you know, uh, you know, Deepak Nitride, and there are many other which are up like several dozens of times in the last 7-8 years time. We were the earliest in that trade. We continue to believe the future is still very, very strong for these companies. And in our TMS, we have owned a number of them. We made a ton of money, you know, you know for our investors. But uh, it's like the API story, the chemical story is also similar. That a lot of Western companies don't want to depend on China as their suppliers for all these uh, key key chemicals and key chemistries so API is also nothing but a speciality chemical at the end of the day right Bro- broad industry dynamic is the same for speciality and API and both will see a lot of business move to India over the next whatever period because Western companies don't want a single point supply chain you have seen the kind of disruptions that have happened and anyway China is Losing its weight in the world's eyes because of all this COVID, so people want other companies to uh, step up, and Indian companies are stepping up in this.
0: Yeah. Next question is for Devina. What was the difference between SDPB and Indian PMS? I mean, it's a short form of your product.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's that smart uh, basket that you were talking about. The okay. so uh, essentially, I mean, we were still choosing from the same pool that uh, that what our Machine systems throw up. So for both, we were choosing from the same pool, except that you know the mix might be a little bit different. So out of that top 60, 70 companies, some would be there in the PMS, and some would be an, and there would be common ones, and there would be some which may not be exactly common. But the, the system was essentially the same. And as I said, the difference is that PMS is a discretionary product with a minimum of 50 lakhs. The self-drive baskets were uh not discretionary, which means every transaction had to be approved by the client, which is what Shankar was mentioning, which was creating some sort of operational issues. So we will come with a more streamlined version of that. But the process the other, and the was exactly the same, yeah. Yeah, the other
1: is the other thing is that there are far fewer stocks in the in the portfolio basket because we cannot achieve the same level of diversification for 5-10 lakh rupees. I mean, not that we buy Nestle but a share of will be 19-30,000 So, 5 So, there are limitations in the basket of what all high price shares are difficult to put in, in those kinds of products. So, But we have worked around many
0: things, we will be out very shortly with it. Yeah. The next question is for
1: Shankarji: how many times you have gone wrong broadly? As I said that our hit rate is roughly 60%. Okay. It's roughly 60%. And that is the data. Again, it's not to We say that ki around 60-65% we will be right. Maybe 20-30% of the time will be wrong. But wrong does not mean they are losing money. I am again repeating, wrong definition hai, it has lagged the market. That's all it is. And if you get 60-65% on a long term basis right, I am telling you the numbers that the performance is phenomenal. So all these numbers come with this. Now nobody in this world can go to 80 and 90. Oh, aap, push period, but
2: But the larger
1: point is, going wrong is no meaning, no problem. Even if the stock falls, our risk management is so rigid, 25% neche, you're out of the trade. You're out, it is unemotional. Ko'i dil hai, ko'i conviction hai, ko'i kuch hai, it is a mechanical thing, price has fallen, you're out of the trade. Where people get stuck because They say yaar, isse nikal jayenge, ab kya hoga, stock stock. Chala gaya upar. Hota hai na, these are the barriers. Our view is that there are thousands of stocks in, in the world and hundreds in India. जरूरी थोड़े कि खाली उसी stock में पैसा बनाना है। ये कहाँ लिख दिया कि मुझे सिर्फ एक ही stock में कब कमाना There are twenty other stocks. So the point is for us, losses don't matter. It is we accept it as part and parcel of investing. It is like if you play cricket, you get a ball and it hits your head or your body. So there is no reason to be afraid.
2: Anybody? Just a <laughs> couple of things that I'd like to add to that. One is that when he's talking of this, let's say a sh- stop loss of 25%, then it is not from the p- price at which we purchased it. If in between it has gone up, let's say we bought at 100, it's gone to 150. So it's a trailing stop loss. So 25% from 150, not from 100. So as long as you are making much more on, on your winners than whatever you've lost on the stocks that you've lagged, you will still come out much ahead on a risk-adjusted return basis. So that that So That is the important thing. Sure.
0: Next question is uh, for Shankarji. Which portfolio is better, multi-asset or IS-50? It depends on your
1: risk appetite, sir. So in a bull market, IS-50 will do very well, obviously, because it is 100% equity. But many investors are conservative. Now, IS-50... Is 100 percent the IMAP, which is multi-asset, will be between 60 to 75% in equities. The others, the other asset classes in IMAP will be less volatile. So you are capturing most of the equity returns at the same time, you're reducing the volatility of your returns. So for many investors, especially jo thode, let's say 60 pound who say bana liye khase, now I don't want to take 100 percent equity risk. I am happy with 75% equity risk. For them, that product is relevant. But people in their 40s, when they come to us, they always want for IS-50. Because they say, that we are young, we, are, we understand risk, we are happy to embrace and take that 100%
0: equity risk. Devina, you are the only PMS house in India, uh, which has this insurance thing. Can you throw some more lights for the benefit of our viewers before they invest uh, money? A, and these when you have insurance, this is well protected. So my observation in your PMS is you already pay a lot of attention towards risk management, you know, which is the paramount always when it comes to first global while managing public money. And then you have uh, IMAP. So don't you think that it becomes too conservative at times to IMAP? Over to you.
2: No, see, IMAP is different. IMAP is equity plus other asset classes. Insurance, when we talk of whether it is IS50 or IMAP, is only on the equity piece. So whenever we feel that the risk of it things going down is high, we place ourselves conservatively. At times, it would mean just as it has happened in these first six months of the year, we have taken insurance at various points of time and because the, there's been no sharp fall, the insurance has gone unused. But we don't consider it a waste. It's like buying health insurance. You don't think that, you know, health insurance, to so insurance has gone waste. You know, that's not the way to look at it. We are only positioned that if and when there is a sharp fall, our investors should not be hit by that sharp fall as happened with Many mutual funds and PMSs last year when there was that sharp fall and the investors took that 30, 35, 40 percent. So that is what insurance is for, and we are willing to pay that uh, cost for that.
1: No, but his question is different, Devina. He is asking that why should you why should anybody then do IMAP when you're taking insurance already in IS 50? If I understand correctly. yeah. Okay, okay. So I my the very straightforward is a very good question. Actually, a very, very sensible question. I must compliment you on that question. The reality is that people at a certain age group want even more protection than a mere 75 25 split between equity and fixed income will give you. Because hogakya Mali is totally unprotected and market falls 30%. Then that seventy-five percent will be down twenty-one percent.
2: So yeah, it is exactly. still a
1: significant loss. It is not that you will escape without any protection or anything. People say that so please, you know, give us that diversification. But and ultimately, if you do this right, it is not that you're spending 5-10% in terms of insurance. You will be spending, you know, one or two, maybe three percent at the right time and volatility is at the right level. There is a lot of judgment and science involved. But done right, there is not much return, uh, give up that you do. It is well worth it even in IMAP. It is not that it should be only for 100% equity portfolio. Even
0: in your global PMS?
1: Yes, yes. No, global PMS, we cannot do that. Not in the PMS, PMS.
2: not not in the PMS because you are not allowed to.
1: In global PMS, no, let me clarify. In global PMS, for Indian residents, we cannot do that. For non-residents, we can do that because Indian LRS regulations do not allow uh, any derivative product to be purchased.
2: But for non-residents
1: in the global PMS, we do that. There's no problem.
2: And in the global fund, we do that.
0: Another interesting question is, can you explain return to volatility? I think this was explained. uh, What is that? Sorry, what is the question? return to volatility i think there was one uh, uh, ratio which was used yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah so yeah so that was we had those two columns one giving the returns and the other the volatility which is the standard deviation so that was the uh, that returns divided by the volatility by the standard deviation so of but the you could explain what is
1: what is what is standard deviation of volatility that's i think what the question is
0: yeah if you could explain this is for our investors to know and at times they don't have too much of uh, you know technical understanding ma'am so if you could uh, make it in simple terms for their benefit of understanding
2: yeah i'm just thinking how best to explain it achay
1: yeah, I- or no, shankar yeah. Yeah. i can take that i can i can i can explain that it is very simple aap ek cricketer ke terms mein dekh lijiye isko ki ek ek player hai do player hain dono ke 250 Dice-O- 250 run in series mein panch test pe ek ne 50 50 50 50 50 राइट एवरेज एवरेज उसके पास भी 50 का ही आया एक ने चार में जीरो बनाया और एक में 250 बना दिया राइट right? एवरेज दोनों के 50 है टोटल दोनों के 50 है अब प्लेयर कौन सा बेटर है व्हिच प्लेयर यू वांट इन योर टीम ऑब्वियसली प्लेयर ह जिसने 50 50 50 50 50 बनाए करेक्ट बिकॉज़ स्टैंडर्ड In this case, it's a simplified case, was zero. While the other person had four zeros and one two fifty. Right? So, standard deviation, which is the deviation around the mean, was extremely, you know, wide. Meaning that, which means he's a very volatile player. It's like, let's put it this way, I don't want to take names, there might be various Sahiwag fans, but Viren sevag is a very good example like this who i say khelte the Dravid was the 50 50 50 50 guy right like, so that is, the, that, is, that, that is what the meaning of volatility is ek aadmi steady khelta hai run utne bante hain average bhi same hota hai volatility uski bahut low hai dusre ki volatility bahut high hai despite the end result on paper being the same for both so that is, so dono return 250 tha but ek ki volatility the return divided by the volatility which is how much around the mean are you deviating is what is that meaning of that ratio return
0: divided by uh volatility or standard deviation uh, Achy, may I request you to put up that slide because there are a lot of questions around pain to gain and you know uh, gain, to right. gain. <laughs> yeah. so, rather, and uh, and the rate. Achy, can you
1: can you can you can you explain it even more simply than i tried to no, I,
3: I think I couldn't have explained it better. I mean, I can draw another real world analogy. Think of it as if you're trying to fly from city A to city B, you're taking an airplane. Okay. In one of the flights the plane flies very smoothly, there's no movement. It's, it's a very smooth flight, but in the second flight, there's a lot of turbulence. So think of volatility as turbulence. People don't like turbulence. Although eventually we know we'll get to our destination. If both the flights are taking you to the same destination, one of them is doing that with lower turbulence, you will enjoy the lower turbulence. Similarly, when it comes to investing, if two funds are delivering the same return, the one which is doing it in a much more smoother way, the investors will have a smoother journey, will have a more pleasurable experience. And very importantly, there is a greater probability that they'll stay in the game. What happens in a volatile performance is there is a chance that people might drop out. They will not stay in the game for long enough to enjoy the long-term compounding benefits
1: and all of that. Yeah, Achin, just to put up that slide. Yeah.
0: Yeah, thank you Achin if you could just put.
1: Yeah, this is the one. Can you just blow it up a bit, Achim? Is it possible? Yes.
0: Shankar can you run this line if you don't mind for the benefit of our investor? Right, right. Okay. very simple.
1: Hai. I'll just keep it very simple. So, this is like the returns uh, for calendar year. First column, agar dekhenge, which is the, so I'm not the first column, let's say it's actually technically the third column. Calendar year to date returns. Yes. Jan to June. We are at 35.21%. These are all returns after all expenses and fees. Jan to June. And July is also again another 4%. So around 40%. Hai. But anyway, let's stick to Jan to June. 35.21% is us. Stallion is next with 22 White Oak 20%. Girik is 27 IFL uh, IIFL Multicap 15 Marcellus Consistent Compounder is the worst of the lot with only 8% return this year. It has, it has lagged the Nifty itself by 50%. IFL Multicap 17, ASK IEP which is their flagship fund 15, ASK Growth 18, Axis Brand 11, Motilal NTDOP 16, Motilal BOP is only 9%, ASK India Select 14, Alchemy Select is 23, Alchemy Ka Ek Aur Hai which is, uh, I can't see that. What is that number? Uh, eight, nine, nine percent. So these are the returns achieved till date this year. Next column jate. So very important. So we started in late February and we ran into COVID. So we have we have normalized everybody to March 1 because we don't have the data for everybody from the day hours i think february 22 25 ko jo bhi start hua tha to start date march 1 liya because humko unka february 22 se data nahi from, so from equal equal starting point march, march uh, 1 2020 till june 2021 we are up nearly 90% stallion is up 68% white oak is up 54% girik is up 53 percent. IIFL 46, Marcellus is up only 39%. Again, you can see the difference is more than 100% between us and Marcellus. ASK is only 37%, ASK growth is only 35%, Motilal is only 33%, that is the NTDOP, Motilal uh, BOP is 32%. And all of
2: these are actually below the benchmark also because… benchmark benchmark but basically, these are all below the
1: benchmark. ASK India Select is uh, only twenty-eight. Alchemy is twenty-eight uh, percent. Alchemy high growth. I don't know why they call them that. When in one year they are up one year and four months they are up only sixteen percent. So you can see the vast gap between us and the rest. Ki, frankly speaking, this gap bolna bhi actually is a, is a is an understatement.
2: In fact, only 3-4 have even beaten the market.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Only up to the point of Girik have the people beaten. After that, everybody is underwater. Everybody. Right from point number 5, the row 5 downwards, everybody has lagged the market. I'm talking the major multi-cap funds. And then, if you towards the right, uh, which is that volatility number? So 19% and all that you can, you can see that Devina wo actually So you can see our volatility is extremely low at 19% rest. Everybody, everybody is 26, 22, one more 19 IFL multicap is there. Then there are all in the 20s, 29, 28.
2: And 25. actually normally volatility, you have to see in relation to the return. Even without adjusting for that, we are at the lowest end.
1: Correct. So we have the highest return with the lowest risk. That is the way to look at it. So, and then the next column basically divides the return by the risk. Risk is equal to volatility. And that ratio you can see is again 4.6 for us and 2.5 for the next and breast. They are down to 1.7, 1.19, 1.2, 0.85. In fact, people who are down below 1 and or around 1 means that actually you have not done anything. As much risk has the return has made. And jo below 1 is the ratio of the risk has made the return kam So actually, this ratio should be positive by a substantial margin. मतलब कम से कम डेढ़ गुना दो गुना तीन गुना तो होना चाहिए, because otherwise आप एक का risk करके एक कमा रहे हों उसका, उसका मतलब क्या बनता है साब? और कई लोग तो risk करके पचासी पैसा कमा रहे as you can see towards the bottom। हमने अगर एक risk लिया है, तो R number is uh, how much is it at the top? 4.63। हाँ। हमने एक का risk उठाया ह and we have made 4.6 rupees. Now, that is a risk reward that people understand. Aapko all the people on this group can see on this on this show, can understand in one second, how much risk return. There is nothing called risk-free return, at least in equity market. Correct? But if you have to pay for one group of risk, you have to pay for the return. you have to pay for the return. You will have to pay for the return. And gain to pay, I explained, which is the next column, is that which is another better, easier way to look at it. Ki what is the sum total of your loss making months? And you divide your total return by the total of your loss making months. So, when we have 89% of period, that divided by our loss making months. So in some months we would have been minus 1% or minus 2% or whatever it is. Total hum karte. We get 4.7, the rest are less than half and it just dwindles sharply as you go down the list. So that, this table is the, is the Bhagavad Gita of uh, PMS industry. Sara kuch aagaya, saab. Iske aage, what one needs to say and this is not coming out of magic. This is coming out of process. We always say this because Please don't look at performance. Look at the fund manager's process because process se hi performance aata hai. And agar process is driven by his high conviction, his belief, I can tell you we have done a lot of that. We speak from experience. Right. so uh, last few questions. Such, uh, I think you can uh, turn off this... Uh,
0: presentation uh, we'll have few last questions and uh, conclude the session uh, so another question is irrespective of my risk appetite which one should I go for your Indian PMS or global PMS any one of you can answer I don't
1: think you should make a choice if your' investable surplus allows you you should always not put all eggs in one basket. ये ये एक गुरु मंत्र है इन्वेस्टिंग का साहब मैं तो यही बोलता हूं कि अगर भगवान भी अपना शेयर आईपीओ करेंगे लिस्ट करेंगे तो मैं सिर्फ वही शेयर नहीं लेने वाला हूं
2: मैं तो कम से कम 10
1: शेयर लूंगा that is शेयर लूंगा So शेयर लूंगा मैं एक नहीं लूंगा so in India, दैट इज बीइंग अनवाइज्ड market, and home market is India. है, 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 इंडिया एंड लेटस वेस्ट मार्केट एंड मार्केट Both automatically, we are already invested in India through variety of means. Global, you must put a certain amount of money consistently. Abroad, put money in the Indian product also, so that you are not missing out on the India story. But there are good stories across the world also. It's not that India is the only story. So I only say this: Please diversify across India and global. And with us, you get both under one roof. Main thing is, sir, you are sorted baki jagah mein kya hota hai ki sir usne fund liya apne aur kisi aur ko de diya new york mein manage karne ke liye abhi sala woh aadmi kya kar raha hai nahi kar raha hai 20 ka jo aadmi hai ye amcs bhejte hai koi jawabdari nahi hai galat sahi yahan par we are standing na we are here we are facing the world we can we can answer any question why you have done this why this strategy is there why why you have not done this we are answerable to people so under one roof india best product in PMS and globally best product in global, you get it only one place and that is first global. So don't make choices between the two. If money allows you, please do both.
0: Okay, next question is for Devina. You have you run your global PMS and there is a, 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 a sort of concern or risk coming from USD depreciates against INR. So uh, what is your views on that?
2: See over a long period. I mean that in in a uh, shorter period, you can call it a risk. But if you look at a very long term trend, uh, it doesn't appear to be much of a risk. And as it is, you know, you have enough of your investments in INR. It is not as if anyone is putting, you know, all the uh, savings they have in US dollar. And overall, if you look at, as I said, the long term trend, it has uh, the in the currency movement has hurt you, which is why the dollar return, if you look at 10-year compounded for the Indian market, is as poor as it is, in spite of a very good recent run. No,
1: let me add to that, it's very simple, there is an inflation differential between the West and India. We all know that. but so, the rupee will basically mirror the depreciation differential, inflation difre- uh, the inflation differential between the two, two baskets. And therefore, you will get a long-term depreciation of the rupee of around 3%. Brawl park, ball park, but over a period of time, you 3% annualized loss hoga hi hoga in the rupee versus the dollar because of the inflation differential. And this is the data, if you look 1970 se jaage, Okay, like nearly forty-fifty years of history, you will see the same data. Kabi two percent, kabi three percent, kabi five percent. Koi koi saal mein ten percent, but long term CAGR is around a three-three and a half percent annual depreciation, which is what you will get. Hundred percent. Likh le five saal ke baad mein aap isko one point three three se multiply kar aap multiply karte
0: compounding kar Aap is figure ko. Yeah, there is another question. Uh, in fact, the gentleman has already signed up for the PMS. Uh, recently, through us and only, he's asking that uh, uh, what is the prospect for someone entering now in your PMS because markets are at all
1: time high. Yeah, that's a good question. We we hear that a lot because the the question is very simple. In fact, one one other client you know who had uh, withdrawn money from a lot of these funds PMSs and put money with us in I think uh, February March he obviously is happy, but that's not the point. You know, we will also have, you know, average period. It's not that we are God or anything of that. So we will do far better than anybody else on a consistent basis, but we'll also have average period that is part and parcel of investing. Okay. But the point is that markets having run up does not mean that markets have finished all opportunities. What is the maximum that can happen? <coughs> Market can correct by 5%, maybe 7%. Right. Now, yeah, let us do that job. Choice is with the investor. But in India, I can tell you, right now, the way we see it is that it is coming out of Vikas Ji, 6-7 years of very poor returns. You last year. Last year is one outlier year. But uske that, after that, after that, after that, after that, after that, hardly make any return in India. Right? This move is now Yes, it does not mean it will 100% keep giving 50% every six months. It may or may not be exactly like that. But it is not a thing that will just overnight collapse or overnight slow down. We are looking at a correction and being absolutely transparent with you. And that is one thing we believe in, boss. Please talk straight. Don't talk nonsense. Don't talk circular. There can be a correction. Let us be clear about it. But that correction, we will play better than other people. So as investor, you must participate. We will keep participating even in down markets, because we think that the future looks very good for India. It looks good for global equities also, also,
0: because at these interest rates, you will make money, no doubt about it. The next subsequent question is, so what is the deployment strategy? You put everything overnight or you leave it on the fund manager to decide? Or the client okay. can also uh give instruction from liquid to
1: equity or so so we actually can do all. Typically, in large amounts, we don't put it immediately. By large amount, I say four or five crores if somebody putting in, somebody put in twenty crores also. We stagger it. In fact, for the twenty crore gentlemen, we put like one one crore over twenty days. Okay. But in fifty lakhs it is not possible, then it has to go together. Otherwise, oh, splitting. Hota But for amounts running into multiples of crores, we will do it over 2 days, 4 days, 5 days, 10 days, 15 days. That is one. We normally don't take client instructions, but like we said, we are open to hearing your point of view. If you tell us, no, I I, will divide it we will do it. There is no problem at all. We can can do that too. But typically large amounts, are not done. Yeah.
0: And the other question is, how is uh, your insurance being taken out? Is it only by way of multi-country, multi-asset, multi-currency allocation or it's an insurance policy or something? I think the insurance that we talked about, somebody wants to know more. Yes, it is both. It is both.
1: So one level of insurance is the level of diversification we achieve, which is we have equities, not just US, but we have... Emerging in emerging, also we have multiple countries which are, and these are all selected, this is not blindly done. There's a lot of science that goes behind each single position that we own. Then we have real estate investment trusts, REITs, which are very good income yielding, uh, you know, securities. Then we have fixed income emerging market bonds and other bonds where we can get four percent. So the pie chart is as I think Devina showed you also how we were positioned. So maybe 70-75% will be equities, these purchase percent will be all this. So that is one level of protection. Second level is that on the equity piece, if there is excessive risk that we see, we will hedge by taking put options on the relevant markets. Okay, But this is not done permanently because then the cost is too much. So we will do it at the right points when we think there is huge risk. So what is the worst that will happen? We have taken insurance. And it's normally one month, two month, three month insurances we will take. Market does not fall, market goes up. So that insurance of half percent or one percent is wasted. Right? But we have made five percent on the way up. No? So what is the problem in that? So the, the insurance policy works at both levels. Diversification across asset classes, across equity markets. And at the second level, at certain point, we will take the put option strategy, which is called TIP, which is tactical insurance for portfolio protection.
0: Next question is for Achin. Achin, you have a presentation where you have both the uh, uh, performance shown in one particular site, global and Indian PMS, with the historical return.
3: You want the global and the Indian performance?
0: side? Yeah. Like so, it's a question from one of the investors. He wants to see both. So, yeah. how good is the global one, which is, I think, six years old?
3: Yeah, I can show you the performance of the global. Yeah,
0: we, can, we can show. I think so. We've uh, taken a good amount of time. So we'll after this. <laughs> right, thing So I mean, Shankarji, I mean a lot of questions coming from investors. So, you know, so It was important to answer them. So hence we've taken more time than what was expected. No, no, it's a, it's a,
1: it's a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. It's, a, it's our, it's our honor to, to be honest with you. Thank you. Right. Yeah. So this, is the, this is the global performance, uh, which uh, is 2015 onwards. And, uh, you know we are and and obviously since we do not run 100% equity positions our benchmarks are the Bloomberg 8020 index which is 80 equity 20 uh, fixed income and other assets or alternates and or and 6040 also because we normally oscillate between these uh, equity allocations we rarely if any at all go to even 90% equity because there are risks involved in that strategy the volatility most investors cannot You know, uh, except, so most people want the returns of equity, but they don't want the the risk of equity, which is why we keep a broad 75, 80, 85% equity allocation balance coming from other kinds of asset classes like REITs and fixed income and commodities and all that. So these are the returns. We have a dollar return of 15%, which is phenomenal by any standards compounding over now six years. <clears throat> Last year was 32 uh, percent up. This year, as we speak, we are about uh, I think eight percent, seven or eight percent up again in dollar terms. Uh, you know the benchmarks are around the same, eight or nine percent. Emerging market has been a laggard this year. They are down. They are up only two percent. Developed is up twelve. So we are in the in, somewhere in the top 25 uh, percent of the of the return spectrum again, while not running 100 percent equity positions. So actually on the equity, we are actually, you know, a little bit ahead of 10 or 12%, but we damped down that, that, that performance through the use of other instruments. Uh, So global has done very well, continues to do well. And India, if you want, we can show it again. So India obviously started last year, you know, when it was happening, we had started and COVID hit us. And I was telling Achin at that time, ki we will look back on this period, that this was the best possible time we could have started. Because this has given us the ability to demonstrate risk management. But we have been around 30 plus years, we have seen brutal bear markets. See, again I say, your fund manager must have put his own money to risk. सर, 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 we have learned from our mistake, gone back to the drawing board. why did we make this mistake? What was faulty in our process? ये, की, ये, ये की नहीं है। So this wisdom was not born overnight। or hard cash hai. So so these numbers come out of that experience. Then last year COVID was happening. We enjoyed it. We loved it. In fact, my tweet was I will I, I don't have it right now. I, I tweeted a few things around that time. One of the tweets I did, Vikasji, was that I don't know about all of you people, but we have enjoyed it every single minute of the month, which is March. Because we have been in a ring with a brutal fighter. But it has given us a chance to prove everything that we have learned over decades of investing experience. So we loved it. And on my 23rd, I tweeted that I think this is the beginning of a big rally. Whether it is bear market rally or bull market rally, I don't know. But it is going to be a big rally. So, so uh, you know, you know so these this, 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 this performance numbers come out of
0: a lot of experience and a lot of grey hair. Yeah, so uh, uh, you can turn off the slide, uh, Archin. Thank you so much. Uh, one feedback and one question. So last question is from Devina. Uh, for Devina. What are your management fees and hurdle rates? Uh, one of the client wants to know. So I said that. that, I, that, think that I
2: think, that, I think, that. I think you can. We can uh, offline. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We can we can share
1: we can share the details. It That's is. not a problem. It is. Yeah, not I mean
2: long as the email address if
0: you give that we will share yeah, it i'll share it i'll share it yeah Vikas can share it. no problem yeah yes. and uh, one last feedback from the client he is invested in both the pms indian and global pms and he's saying that i am happy to be a part of the investment process so thank you so much thank you
1: uh, that,
2: really that is the real growth. Growth. Yes.
0: that is the
1: real wealth and he has
0: tweeted yes
1: tweeted also so yeah he has tweeted also two months back Okay, great, great. No, this is yeah, real, real. kamai have ki hum ye koi, ye, ye, say that we have to say that we have to say that we have to say that we by the way, we have to say that we have to say to
0: to we we Really speaking passion, uh, yeah, yeah,
2: clearly. In fashion. fact, uh, we can't, I mean, You know, I, you what this reminded me of, my parents are uh, both professors and uh, my father always used to say that the students say that is my real wealth. So it is really the same thing, you know, that uh, the people who invest with us are happy and satisfied, that is the real wealth.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I can see that and Thank you so much once again. So with that, we would like to conclude the session. Thank you so much, uh, Devina Ma'am and Chankarji for your gracious presence. It was a great uh, uh, presentation, great insight, so much to learn from your learnings and wisdom and keep guiding us, keep uh, you know, uh, delivering these sort of performance for our investors. And uh, uh, all of us are really giving you best of the best regards. uh, Thanks
2: Vikas. Thanks for giving us the opportunity. I really enjoyed this. Thank you you, Achin. Bye.
3: Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.